0: Is it some devil that crawls inside of you?
1: I heard recently that negative thoughts are literally your brain trying to eat itself.
0: Where did you hear that?
1: Facebook on some comment section. <laughs> okay. But um, I was like, that kind of sucks, because what if every positive thing you think, you like you hate it? Like you're like, oh, puppies and kittens and fucking rainbows, that shit's shitty and sucks. And then your brain's like, you're right, it is. And then every time you're outside, your brain's like, Ah, I'm going to eat myself. Fuck you.
0: That would be a po- that would be a negative thought to you then, if you don't like it.
1: But like how does it know? Like does your brain just go, "Which which is negative, which is positive?" Like
0: Um Well, I'm not a brain expert, but You're not.
1: What the fuck no. are you doing on my show?
0: Uh As far as I know, which isn't very far, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that you're the words that send serotonin to your brain and that don't mm-hmm. do you know what I'm saying
1: I thought serotonin was in the brain
0: fucking a I don't <laughs> fucking know all I know is you know yeah you know when I say a word and it upsets you or you say a word and it upsets you
1: can you say a word that won't upset me right now
0: not possible
1: <laughs> okay can you say something that will upset me
0: uh I think you're already so upset
1: me as a person yeah. in general
0: so there's not much I can
1: do oh fuck I was hoping to just get like an example
0: no I don't have an example sorry you
1: can't think of something positive or negative
0: well I don't know it's all up to you,
1: Are you positive? What,
0: what might be negative to me might not be negative to you and vice versa
1: my whole brain's trying to eat itself alive why, right now.
0: Why do people say vice versa?
1: Oh, if you say vice versa, I need you to <laughs> kill yourself. <laughs> Imagine if that was, that's what did it. Someone's like, that's it. <laughs> no one respects my beliefs. Vice versa to the end. Either I'm going to kill myself or it's going to kill me. <laughs> vice versa. Uh. Oh, oh a good classy suicide joke five minutes into the program here i read somewhere uh no. <laughs> that said bitch forget sex <laughs> can i do my british accent in front of you and I was that's gonna, what i say yeah and i was gonna share it and go not a chance kylie <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, one time we got in an actual fight because I was doing a British accent.
1: And you weren't doing a British accent; you were doing a Cockney <laughs> yeah, accent. The, worst the best British accent no, there is. it's the
0: best. And I'm you really sounded good at like
1: it. Sweeney Todd <laughs> with uh, with Down syndrome. <laughs> it was awful.
0: Okay, but can you say that I am very good at it? So good that I annoyed you.
1: You're so good. I want the American Revolution to happen all over again so we can kill more of them.
0: Oh, man.
1: That was horrible.
0: I won't do it here.
1: You know, but it's good that you have that skill because if I'm ever in like an uncomfortable situation (laughs) and I need my boner to go away, just cockney (laughs) that cock out of here. All right. Thank you. (laughs) Hi, folks. This is the Bad Etiquette Podcast. I am your host, Dallas Bronson, joined... Once again, by the lovely Kylie Montgomery.
0: Hello. Hi. Why
1: are you saying hi? <laughs> but they don't, they're not here. They can't well, hear you. Well, you
0: took a pause after you introduced me. What else am I supposed to say? Hmm. Yes, it is I. I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I I'm guess you're, again. You're, the,
1: you're the person I can like get mad at for no reason.
0: Well, please don't.
1: God damn it. Why'd you say that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me again.
1: Yeah, thanks for, thanks for being here. Uh, do you like the setup down here? Is it more comfortable?
0: Uh, Yeah, so far so good.
1: Okay. We'll see. Give it, give it a few minutes, see how it goes. Uh-huh. I like it a lot. Those last two I did were a bangers.
0: That's true. I'm still in the process of listening to Ali's, but I'm loving it so far. Yeah. And I don't imagine that's going to change.
1: I, seriously, I wish I could make people listen to both, like back to back. hmm Like if they haven't listen to one they're really good it's a double i wanted i wanted a double episode i wanted two
0: i see what you're saying i see that there's i mean i'm not i'm not too far in i don't mm -hmm. know how far i am but maybe like an hour um but they both stand on their own as well
1: they do i think but because there's there's certain things like you know when you watch a good episode of tv with someone mm-hmm. and they're enjoying it but you don't watch the show and they're like oh that's so good because in the first season walt cut the crust off for the prisoner and now he still cuts the crust off in season five mm-hmm. just by default like they're like oh, okay that's well so maybe cool.
0: the second half i won't or maybe the second part that i listen to i'll feel that way but at least in the first part mm-hmm. they definitely could stand on their own there i mean go. i don't Fair see enough. at least in my world like Especially a couple. Like, I definitely listen to both of theirs. Just, like, out of interest. That's good. But.
1: That's good to know that you like Don't be them.
0: worried about. Yeah, I do. They're okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, what is that face? I need video. Where's my video camera? Jesus.
0: It was the facial equivalent of my Cockney accent. Ugh.
1: No, it wasn't. It was so much better looking than that shit sounded um so you were kind enough to join me here today Mm -hmm. after this wonderful explain this premise What, what are we doing here
0: okay so i had an initial idea um i'm just trying to be as helpful as possible because i know you've felt you're in a little bit of a rut yeah um which is totally normal i think right now but i had a an idea of us sharing an album that's important to each other. Um,
1: mm-hmm. Does
0: that make sense? Does that wording make sense? I haven't talked to anyone in this capacity for like yeah, <laughs> two weeks. It, it's weird. So, yeah. yeah. Um, give me a second. But anyway, so <laughs>
1: what's My coffee wrong? is cold.
0: Yeah. Do you want to uh, heat it up real quick?
1: No, I'm going to die. <laughs>
0: I hate cold coffee Ugh. If it's iced, fine I know, that's if the difference But it's hot and then gets cold, fuck it
1: Oh, it's so gross I need some fucking ice cubes in there Or I need it to burn my goddamn tongue I can't tongue. D-
0: I, can't, if ro- I
1: ro- <laughs> Room temperature coffee is disgusting Yeah, it is
0: I can't make it cold if it started out hot, though Like, I know you add ice cubes to your coffee sometimes No, sometime, I don't I just said so. I did once
1: <gasps> I can't do it
0: Wow yeah.
1: I did okay. do it once or twice I did do it. When, you know, <laughs> Excuse me. Puberty's <laughs> happening during quarantine, I guess. Sorry to interrupt uh, again, okay. but oh, so it's the okay. premise
0: of this podcast episode was that we were going to share albums that were important to us with each other and he would listen to mine. I'd listen to his. We'd make little notey notes about it. Um, you know, I just did another way to get to know one another because even after six years, there's still things you can learn
1: yeah and something I learned is I don't have a whole album I like Mm
0: -hmm. so yeah that happened to me too I mean I know that I do but I think they're ones that I've shared so heavily with you that I it would have lost its importance I feel like or it has lost its importance of
1: doesn't have the same bite
0: yeah because you you know obviously it's important to me we've Shared it together so it wouldn't yeah. really be Yeah, How boring long.
1: would this podcast be if you were like, Hey, you know that uh, album we listen to a bunch? Can you listen to it? Yeah, again? exactly. And then we could talk about it.
0: Yeah, so I was really struggling and yeah. I thought that I had the album in mind that I totally wanted you to listen to. Really? What was it? Uh, it was I, I, I in Love and You by the Avet Brothers. I'm yeah. pretty sure that's the title of it.
1: I'm so happy you introduced them to me.
0: Thanks. And I, I do love most of that album but actually listening to it because you know I don't I'm not the best at listening to music I occasionally don't listen to f- the full album
1: I mean I don't know anyone who really does that isn't an insufferable asshole
0: I don't think that's true I think it's a good way to listen to music and a lot of times when I've at the start been introduced to music or an album listening to it from start to finish Then I do enjoy the whole thing, but it's like once I'm past that point where I just have like my select songs I've listened to, sometimes it's hard for me to get through the whole thing because I'm just waiting for that song that I know to come on.
1: Yeah. I don't know the last three songs of any album ever. One album. I know one album where I can name like the last three songs Mm -hmm. and I don't even like one of them.
0: Okay. Well, exactly. (laughs) I I was having a hard time where I felt it was an honest choice, I guess. So then we decided to just do five songs that were important to us, not from any specific genre or album or artist.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, for at first you, you were like, maybe we should just do, like, songs from an album. And I think we were kind of like, no, like, not just the album. Like, yeah. that's lame. Can't have half a fucking album not the other and i don't know so i i like what we ended up doing has been perfect
0: yeah i really i enjoyed doing it, it was definitely a challenge to find five or to narrow it down to five yeah. songs
1: how long did it take you
0: a couple hours at least mine
1: was a couple hours i also from, have it was like a 10 10 30 11 o'clock to 3 p.m thing
0: yeah i also have like I wrote down a lot more songs than I obviously gave to you. No. Oh, and so then you have I,
1: honorable mentions? I
0: Yeah, I do. Nice. I have honorable mentions. And then I kind of, uh, out of the ones that I wrote down, checkmarked the ones that I thought would be good for this go around. And I yeah. I tried to choose songs that were, because I do listen to a lot of different types of music.
1: You want to have like a diverse. Yeah, so okay. I tried
0: to pick something from like each
1: Area of interest Mm -hmm. Cool. I don't think I did that at all Mine's literally all old like sad Grumpy white men
0: I think there's a theme but I I do (laughs) Think there's differences I think
1: there's a theme going on there Yeah there's nothing quite like uh, Only feeling Emotions through other Artistic men as a man
0: Well all of my songs Were male
1: I know I noticed Except for one Oh, except for the one. You're right. I was going to say, like, wow, I I couldn't believe... I almost threw a woman in there just to be, like, woke, Mm -hmm. and I ended up hating the song, and I was like, this does not fit at all. This is, like, so shitty, and I could tell how phony it was, and it felt fake, and it was Mm -hmm. just like, ah, this is... I just put this right in.
0: This has not... It has nothing to do with... Gender. Gender. It just is what I wanted to put on my list. Fair enough. And if it was sung by a woman, and... I enjoyed it the same, then I would have put it on the list.
1: Yeah, and who's to say uh, none of these people aren't going to transition and it'll be women. Exactly. And then, and then how woke will I be? Very. Exactly. Is there... A, what?
0: I'm trying to think of a transgender artist.
1: Um, Jane Doe from... Oh, this a punk band. Okay. I think. I can't remember their name. And then there's a American black metal band called Uh liturgy their former front man not former front man but formerly a man uh came out as trans hunter hunt hendrix came out as trans okay now he's a she all right yeah and i was like ah well that makes sense she's a beautiful guy to begin with (laughs) interesting yeah
0: yeah there's not a lot of transgender people in music that i know about maybe i need to do some research
1: yeah twisted sister
0: no don't you almost you almost you almost her, got
1: her to buy that yeah like all the Shut 80s up. everyone it was you know hair metal dressed like women yeah people motley crew
0: sometimes i feel like that er, that era was a more open than now
1: i feel like that was the, the 80s were the only time america was happy And then all the before uh,
0: I was here, and you were here.
1: (laughs) And then it ended up being, I ended up liking only the angry white music, white Mm -hmm. people music.
0: There was a lot of drugs in the '80s, so that's probably why. Oh yeah. And it was just like, I feel like it was so much more like open and accepted. Like you just did it.
1: Yeah, I feel like it was more normal to do speed back then than it is to like. Do meth now.
0: Yeah, it should never be normal to do meth, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I agree, but I feel like there's a lot less stigma to it because it wasn't cr- just crystal meth, just mm-hmm. ravaging communities. It was like speed. Mm-hmm. It was like a substance. What is speed? Speed is like a... It's crystal methamphetamine. It's an amphetamine, but it's um, it's in like a powder form. It's like Wait, coke. you snort it? Yeah, you can snort it, yeah. It's just like... The uh, like white trash version of cocaine.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. So it was cheap?
1: Yeah, it was cheap, easy to make. You can manufacture still it. still do speed? Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. Okay. I mean, I know someone who does. You do? <laughs> yeah. Who? I can't tell you on can't air. Oh, no, do I do it. No, no way.
0: Okay, do I know them?
1: Oh, yeah, you'll know once I tell you change the subject jesus oh, I'm so
0: excited okay
1: <laughs> oh my god it's not that exciting
0: i am excited
1: yeah i wonder if i could give you a hint here okay <laughs> i don't know if that helped
0: wait still like tuesday
1: no i have no idea but oh, okay. that was the only person i knew
0: Oh, this is a waste
1: enough. of podcast. Everyone's like, Well who are they? What are we talking <laughs>
0: about? What is this? Sorry. What are you doing? <laughs> Just submit your guesses.
1: Yeah, submit your guesses, who I know that did speed.
0: Actually, I remember that now.
1: Yeah. See, not so interesting anymore, is it?
0: Uh Okay. So do, would you like to go first with one of my songs, or do you want me to go first?
1: Yeah, sure. Let me let me kind of like wax this up here. So Everyone, if you could understand our description, um, this is Kylie's Kylie gave me five songs, five different artists. Not they didn't have to be different. There's no real fucking guidelines, but she gave me five songs to listen to. I loved them. They were all great. This was a pleasure to have done. I was really excited to do this last night. You you listen to my songs first, then you text me, you're like, Oh my god, I'm I'm so excited to do this, like I can't wait to you know Talk about this with you, and I was like, "Oh, that means a lot." Like, <laughs> I must had some banger songs, <laughs> and then I did it, and I like listened to them. And when you sit down and really give songs chan- uh, a chance and listen to them, mm-hmm. like by themselves, like on their own, it's so beautiful. It's mm-hmm. so lovely. It's like you just get trapped. not a trap, traps like against your will, but you know, you just get, you just get, oh fuck, I gotta listen to these fucking songs. (laughs) Great. No, but it's nice to have, you have like responsibility. Uh So you respect what you're doing because it's a responsibility and you do it well and you listen and you just really give the songs the time of day.
0: And I think the aspect of knowing that they are important to us, they're just, they're not just like a random song that we were like, oh, you should check this out, you know? Like we did this with the premise of these songs are important to us for whatever reason. And I think that think keeping that thought in my mind as I was listening to it, to the songs, um made it even more enjoyable and made me even more excited because it was kind of fun to listen and try to guess as to why maybe the song was important yes. to you.
1: It's like a it was like a puzzle because mm-hmm. I had to understand what lyrics you might resonate with. Yeah. And then also what what like it could possibly be yeah. or what it isn't you know like maybe i'm way off in my estimations here mm-hmm. and then i also had to listen to the music i picked yeah. myself and then take notes and really identify why these songs were important to me.
0: Yeah, it was kind of scary. Like, it is was, he, are you going to get the wrong message from the yeah, song Yeah, because I'm you? like,
1: oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, that's, that, <laughs> that, and then I had to take that into consideration, go, wait, we're both human. We both have complex feelings that yeah. songs uh, illustrate. Totally. That we would never, you know, like necessarily vocalize.
0: Yeah, songs are, um, I don't really have, I feel like a strong way of expressing myself. So I take songs very personal and I hear it. And I, if I resonate with it, then, then like in my head, sharing it with someone or just like listening to it is my way of expressing myself. Cause sometimes I feel like it, it puts across a message that I feel but I can't get out even if that's totally not true and sometimes the song means nothing of what I think it does
1: yeah (laughs) and that's another thing too
0: but I think I don't know I really appreciate when people share the songs that they listen to or like I don't know I like when people share songs on like Instagram and stuff sometimes because I feel like it gives a little insight to maybe how they're feeling And and sometimes it doesn't Yeah exactly Because other
1: times People are like Look at this cool music I listen to I am cool Enjoy how cool I am being Very cool 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 Yeah Kind of sucks
0: I guess when I share music It's like an annoying like This is how I'm feeling right now Most of the time (laughs) But I mean it is No one gives a fuck It's very like
1: Oh okay that's true. I know what you mean. Self-indulgent. I, other it's people, like,
0: this is my message that I need to get across. I
1: mean, it's no different. It's no more self-indulgent than someone taking a picture of their ass and well, I do or that taking too. a selfie or, you know, fucking being like, look what I had for dinner. Or, oh, look, mm-hmm. this is my food, but it had to be, I don't know.
0: But it's really just for myself because I'm the only one that knows well, like, listen, that's what I'm I have to
1: remind myself constantly because I'm so critical of social media, mm-hmm. even though I, I sin with it every day. Um, I it's an outlet for your self-expression. Yeah. And then people follow you to see how you express yourself. Fucking do it. Fucking yeah. express yourself. Yeah, like, hope, geez, like just let it happen. Like what well, don't care about what other people think. That's, it's hard. that's yeah. on them. That's not, not what, yeah
0: but I, I mean, and I guess I try to do that with other, m- with music that other people show me too. Like, I listen to it thinking like, oh, there's a reason that they listened to yeah. this. There's a reason that they shared it. Like Try to respect there's it. something in it that resonates with them. Maybe it's how they feel or, you know, something like that. So that's why on Instagram, like I've asked before, like share songs with me. Yeah. And that's always cool. Cause it's, I feel like it gives me a little more insight to someone.
1: Yeah. Sometimes that insight is, wow, you have horrible taste.
0: <laughs> Sometimes.
1: It's okay. These things happen. There's people. I Also, I how do
0: you judge that they have horrible taste in music?
1: Exactly. And it's like a fucking, I got to remember like, oh, I love this person, even though they don't know what the the first thing about a fucking, you know, Christopher Nolan film or whatever dumb pretentious filter I put on them. You know what I mean?
0: Uh-huh. What? 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 Who? I
1: don't know what you're talking about. I don't Did either. you say something? No. Oh, you were whispering something in the microphone. <laughs> no. You weren't? No. Okay. You're just looking at me like I'm a moron. Nothing's changed. They I don't know who
0: Christopher Nolan is.
1: Oh, that's okay. That's what I, but that's what I mean is where it's just like, well, I love you.
0: You are too pretentious for me and you shit on people for not knowing stuff, but I don't know half of the things that you know. And
1: That's what I love about you. You'd be of <laughs> insufferable twat if you were like me and liked fucking, you know, you were like, you oh, like I love- me
0: because I'm an airhead.
1: That's not true. <laughs> I like you because you're intelligent and you're not a fucking airheaded, pretentious asshole. Like you're, you're smart and you're not, Christopher Nolan's the guy who, um, made interstellar, the dark Knight, right? The Batman's you know, that guy, like, I I know people would be like, Oh, I know his work, Mm -hmm. but yeah, you know, I do (laughs) exactly.
0: I like his name. We're getting
1: stuck in the weeds here. Fucking sorry. I'm sorry to do that. I'm sorry. It was my fault. Not (laughs) yours. (laughs) <laughs> um I
0: think we've explained the premise at least three times now, so
1: I'm just so nervous till like I get Why? into it. I don't know. Because it's so exciting and I like I've built it up and it's also it's a big deal. I feel like don't th- overthink this, it. this is the exposition. You know, uh-huh. this is the beginning of a movie and you just slowly get lulled Ooh, your favorite into it. Part. Yeah. Shut up. What? I meant that in a, in a nice <laughs> How do you way? know that? Were you listening to the fucking Allie or Chris it was podcast? Chris, but okay. yeah.
0: And it's not the first time you've told me that.
1: Yeah. Anyway, so this is my favorite part. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's not true with podcasts, I got to tell you. Uh, There's like a-
0: Yeah, I feel like usually- Very
1: different dynamic.
0: The first half is like a warm up.
1: Mm-hmm. I agree. I can't remember any like- immediate beginning of a episode that i was like yes this is perfect this is exactly how it's done but it's like that second third Your first or the third half third of
0: the podcast with chris was really great
1: yeah i mean shit that you're right that was an exception he he fucking carried me on that one <laughs> i was like Are you back hurting from carrying this whole episode right now <laughs> we had to take a break put some ice on it anyways so you go first
0: Oh, you want me to go first? Okay.
1: I don't know. Let's so, flip. No, let's no, flip a coin. I want to so flip a coin necessary. because no, it's necessary. It's super necessary as okay. Jorge Masvidal would say. Um, Do you have a coin?
0: Yeah, in my purse.
1: <laughs> in your coin purse? I have a coin. There's a, there's a dirty penny on the counter. How long does this cord go? It's pretty long. Yeah. I don't want to know what the hell's on here. Uh, uh, it's got stuck to my fingers. <laughs> okay, uh heads, um heads will be me because I have the big head. And tails okay. will be you because you got the big tail. <laughs> Ready?
0: Yeah, I am.
1: Shit. <laughs> I lost the penny. <laughs> it is heads. Fuck! <laughs> Okay.
0: You seem so uncomfortable. I'm
1: very nervous. This was an emotional trip for me. Oh, okay. Okay. So.
0: I guess I'm glad to hear that.
1: Yeah, it was it was crazy. you want you Are know you, what? Go ahead. What were you gonna say?
0: <laughs> I was gonna say that um, I've started listening to music with my headphones on, which is like truly unnecessary when I'm in my room alone. I don't need to do that. But there's something about it that makes the music so much more magical.
1: It's a deeper connection for yeah. sure. Yeah.
0: Okay. That was all I had to say.
1: No, it's it's so true. And like how romantic is it when you see like old movies or TV shows or things and there's uh, or maybe old photo and there's someone in their bedroom there with got their big cans on, <laughs> on their fucking ears and they're <laughs> listening to this music. Like uh-huh. that's gotta be, you know, people st- plug um, headphones into record players. I have a headphone jack. Yeah for my record player yeah that'd i never cool. even think about doing that that'd be so fucking cool be, i have these big ass headphones really cool. it'd probably be amazing to hear all the fucking yeah skips and shit in my Give records try, for sure all right i gotta go try <laughs> <bear> <laughs> you know what i like let's do we'll do one then the other yeah that was a great i don't know why my idea yeah you're right <sighs> i'm so nervous i what think the I'm so Come nervous. On. You're just so pretty. It's really hard. My boner, not the Thanks. podcast. Oh. Yeah. Okay.
0: It's got to take a sip of water first.
1: All right. Kylie's song picks. Here we go.
0: Now I'm nervous and I wasn't before.
1: Good. See, this is what I'm saying. I'm building the tension.
0: I'm sweating. <sighs>
1: your for the reason is oh my God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay your first song pick what were you going to say
1: i was going to say the reason i'm letting it be built up is because this is a big deal to me and it's not like rattling off five
0: i know movies we like or but you're building songs. it up and then people are going to hear this and going to be like those were the fucking songs
1: well, see, that's why I like the exposition is sometimes it's just about the journey and the end of the movie's never really... Like the climax might not even be someone's favorite part or the best part of the movie. Okay. that's what, You know what I mean? Yeah. That's why... I don't know. This isn't a movie. <laughs> <sighs> Kylie, your first pick uh, was Tear Down the House by the Avet Brothers. Uh-huh. The, I immediately... My first, like the first verse, destroyed me. Yeah. I know I've heard this song with you. Yeah. I know I've listened to this in your car. Yeah. Because there's one line that I remember. Uh huh. It was uh something about Crying. cussing, sorry old words. Oh. Still using those same sorry old words, oh, curse yeah. words, something ever like that.
0: Ever uh, ever since I learned how to curse, cur- cursed, curse, I've been using those sorry old words. Yeah,
1: because I remember that line, but I don't remember the rest of the song. And I I, I sat down with each song, read the lyrics. As I listen to the song. That's
0: what I did with yours. That's so nice yeah. because we, God knows like, I don't so understand. I'm so bad <laughs> with lyrics.
1: So bad with lyrics.
0: Uh, remember those like few times we'd listen to songs in the car and I'd ask you to guess the, like what they just said. Yeah. That was so funny. We need to do that again.
1: Oh man. That we, we could make a fucking a web show we could. with that.
0: Yeah.
1: That, you're oh, so bad. I'm so bad.
0: <laughs> okay. M- keep going yeah
1: okay so the first verse of tear down the house absolutely destroyed me Mm -hmm. and i noticed there's like a change from the line in let me pull up the lyrics here there's a change in the line in the first verse that the last one um he goes from fucking this is not ill prepared here that's okay. Anyways, I'll, I'll look it up later. But okay, <laughs> it get, it was like a really heartbreaking, maybe I existential song.
0: It is, yeah, agreed.
1: It made me think of, gosh, I would. I think this would help if the viewers were even looking at lyrics themselves. Well, that's weird. We
0: can't make them. I'm make not gonna them.
1: make them do that. But
0: some people might know the songs. You never know.
1: That's true. It was a really heartbreaking song, but then I also kind of considered maybe this was a, like a song about growth. Yeah. Okay. And now I, I can see that. Like I had the, I had to have a repeat listen mm-hmm. to understand like, Oh, this is him saying goodbye to these things mm-hmm. because they're no longer like his old childhood home and the car and memories of a person and pictures and, and he's really transforming from who he was maybe in a previous uh, version of himself. Yeah. And I know I've gone through versions of myself where I've had to, you know, say farewell to these kind of interests or pitfalls or social groups and things like that. And
0: I think, from moving a lot too, or I don't know. I feel like my life has changed multiple times and there's something about the song that's like starting a new chapter basically. I mean, like what you were saying, like there's lots of houses that like this resonates with kind of mm-hmm. like, lots of houses that I'd say like tear it down cause it's time to start new memories mm-hmm. because I hold on to those things very dearly. And like, it's, I find a hard time moving on and trying to live my life. Cause I want to go back to that really great moment yeah. in time. You know, like Tennessee, like I, I held on to that for a really long time and I still do, it's very close to my heart. But I think that, um, especially our trip, After that was a lot of closure for me that I didn't even realize where I was kind of able to um, picture my future without just wanting to get back to how things were in the past. And -hmm. that was really important for me because I think it held me up for a long time. Um,
1: It can really hold you up as a person. I know what it's like to build up a memory and mm-hmm. keep putting all this energy into it and eventually having to kind of let it go. Yeah. Like let it, let, let its power over you subside.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But he does say, I'm a better man for having gone through. Yeah. So you're yeah, right. That, in the sense that, that it, it is like making you stronger.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, the opening. Oh, so, so the opening verse that just like fucked me up mm-hmm. is tear down the house that I grew up in, I'll never be the same again. Take everything that I've collected and throw it in a pile. Mm -hmm. I knew from the get-go that I was like, oh, this is a fucking, I didn't at, at any point during listening to these songs think that I wasn't gonna like something.
0: Wow, okay. I definitely thought that I was giving, I thought that I was giving you songs that you've probably heard but didn't like. But I was hoping that in you listening to them in a more like intense state, that Mm -hmm. you would maybe appreciate them a little more. Cause I know that is really easy to just be like, "Mm, no, I don't like that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like on a casual listening, like I, yeah, like in
0: the car, you know.
1: Yeah. Then maybe I wouldn't notice things and sometimes it takes you playing those songs that we casually listen to like uh-huh. playing them multiple times for me to understand something in mm-hmm. the song and then for me to really appreciate it yeah and i have heard a couple of these songs before so it was really nice to listen to them with intent yeah and giving them like the respect yeah that i could so that they're uh i don't know appreciated
0: thanks i appreciate that
1: yeah all right so yeah um it honestly it it, the song reminds me that like we it's so cliche so i apologize (laughs) but it's so true that like you really can never go home again Mm -hmm. there is no version of your home that you can return to yeah it's only like the future versions moving forward yeah
0: yeah which is really upsetting i have to me at least it's very
1: upsetting to me to think about, because I have recurring dreams about going back to the home I grew up in, in yeah. the Pomo. And
0: that's that's how I was. I used to have dreams of taking trips back to Tennessee.
1: That's amazing. Yeah. And then you did it and you kind of found like closure in that?
0: I think so. Because I was so set on needing to go back there. And I thought that I I genuinely felt like my life wasn't going to start until I was back there. Uh, because that because it just held so much happiness and so many good memories for me.
1: Do you feel like you were taken away from life that was happening and everything you were doing was just in between till you got back to yeah. the way things really should be?
0: Mm-hmm. And that,
1: That's how I felt.
0: Yeah, and that's, I mean, I wasn't al- alone in that. Like, I think my family felt that way too, so it was really hard uh, thinking that we would go back there and things would go back to the way it was and that never panning out. And so I I just felt really lost. Um, and like, I couldn't find my place here.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I don't know that I found my place here, but I'm definitely more content than I have been. Okay. But I also, in listening to the song, um, totally think of you, because I, I know how sentimental you are with the places that you grew up and collecting things and memories and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So there is something about it that reminds me of you in a very romantic way.
1: I am very flattered that you said that. That means a lot.
0: Of course. Thank okay, you. let's move on to your first song. All right. Your first song is, You Can't Put Your Arms Around a Memory by Johnny Thunder.
1: Johnny Thunders, Thunders. it's plural. Oh,
0: sorry, sorry. I'm just teasing. Sorry, Johnny Thunders. He's dead, huh?
1: Very dead. Okay.
0: Well, <laughs> who gives a shit then? <laughs> um, I really enjoyed the song and uh, I was surprised by it. I didn't know what I was going to hear, mm-hmm. especially-
1: With a name like Johnny Thunders? Well, I know
0: who Johnny Thunders is. I know he's from the Ramones, correct? Nope. Fuck me.
1: That's Johnny Ramones. God damn it. I was saying, you, know because I think you're confusing when I was telling you about- the song "Chinese Rocks,"
0: yes, Johnny Thunders, yes. D.D. Ramone. Okay,
1: it's about them uh, doing heroin. It's yeah. about their heroin.
0: Okay, that's where I got confused. Yeah. never mind. Because I just Scratch told you that
1: them. on my birthday. Then I could probably to
0: re-listen to the song and feel differently. <laughs> I mean, I still really enjoyed it, but like in my head, I was like, "Okay, this guy's from the Ramones." So, I mean, he
1: definitely hung fuck. out with them. They're friends, but he wasn't in the Ramones. Okay.
0: Well, I really enjoyed the song. Uh, I thought it was really nice. And uh, I felt like it resonated with the time that we are in currently a lot. Uh, At least reading the lyrics as I was listening to it in my head, like thinking of you listening to it, I was like, oh, I I wonder if this is important to him, especially right now because uh, of the line, feel so cold and all alone because, baby, you're not home. And when I'm home, big deal, I'm still alone because it's been a very lonely time. Mm-hmm. So I guess, I don't, I mean, what what is the importance of it to you?
1: I had first heard it when I was a kid, uh-huh. like very young, probably okay. 11, 12 mm-hmm. years old, which... I know makes me a cooler 11 or 12 year old than the rest of the people out Uh, there just deal with it. But I know a lot of people my age or probably heard it at that age. It was the uh, outro song to a really famous skate video, Okay. uh, Baker Mm three, which is as iconic as skate videos get.
0: Mm -hmm. I'm
1: getting choked up here. Hold on. (laughs) I just haven't talked this long in a while. I, I, ah, I should have done yeah, some we'll
0: keep using those vocal excuses.
1: cord warm ups. <sighs> should have sucked some dick before I did this. Anyways, what?
0: No, I, I'm
1: listening. <laughs> you're listening.
0: Well, you said choked up. That usually means like you're gonna cry.
1: Yeah. Oh. What
0: do okay. you think I meant? <laughs> but then, but then you're acting. No, never mind. Sorry. Keep going, please.
1: Yeah, I'm a man. I gotta find a way to neutralize these got emotions. It, God damn it. it. Okay. Women don't understand.
0: Yes, I do.
1: I said women. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I had first heard it when I was a kid. It was the outro song to this really famous skate video and the whole video feels like a journey and it's weird. It feels like I watched this whole version of these skaters lives uh-huh. because there's so much um like lifestyle footage in it and like oh, cool. hijinks footage is what they call it God, and Yeah, no, seriously, w- w- we can watch it anytime because yeah. it's
0: you know, I love my skate videos. Oh
1: my goodness. I, the fact that we haven't, maybe we have even.
0: Maybe. They but, make me so nostalgic for a time or for a memory that I've never had, but I wanted so bad.
1: Oh, that, that theme will continue in this episode. I'm telling you what. <laughs> it, um, I watched this skate video and heard that song so consistently with mm-hmm. my friends I grew up with. Okay and you can't put your arms around a memory was something I knew as a kid that it meant something and it was sentimental and it was a feeling of nostalgia or a feeling I knew I wasn't appreciating it as Mm -hmm. much as I was going to as a kid it was like a very early feeling of the song
0: or the time the the song the
1: song yeah absolutely and the what it meant and little did I know it would mean exactly the time that I spent with these friends Mm -hmm. growing up wouldn't be accessible anymore. Yeah. I can see that.
0: I think the more that I would listen to it and I listened to it like four or five times. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and like the more I listened to it in different situations because I was, I was just in my bedroom. Um, it would, it would gain more, uh,
1: like meaning, meaning. Yeah. yeah. Like, and you said it earlier yourself, like some of these songs give you feelings that they don't necessarily narrate, Uh but make you feel a certain way.
0: Well yeah, because it's not it's not like he wrote the song with the exact feeling you have for it.
1: Not at all. And then but I that's end up the having the cool
0: thing about music.
1: It's so cool. And it it's I know. I, I like that we're both self aware of when we're gonna say something that might come off as obvious mm-hmm. but, <laughs> but it, it's still like very true. Yeah. It's something I appreciate about you. But th- there's so much there's so much attached to the song. Yeah. That I know plenty of people listening are going to be like yeah i fucking know that song of course who doesn't know fucking first of all it's his like the song he's most known for oh okay and he's not a very known musician
0: yeah i didn't know of him i thought he was from the ramones
1: there you go and i don't know where i was going with that but this song just what did i write down here Yeah, so it just kind of seemed to uh, be punctuating and summarizing how I was gonna eventually feel about mm-hmm. my time with spending with friends yeah. growing up. That I can't put my arms around that memory. I have, I have it. Uh-huh. It's in in there, but it's so fleeting. Yeah, I, I don't get it back again. I still in my head think, oh man, I can't wait to go back to uh, Kale's room and go watch the skate video with him and Garrett and mm-hmm. Luke and Matt or whatever, and just fucking go be goofs outside Mm -hmm. because we'd go right to his house. We'd go watch a skate video and then we'd all go downstairs and go skate in his backyard or in the front for hours and it was just this ritual and then sometimes we'd relax and be like oh my god let's go watch the Zero video Mm -hmm. or the Baker video you know and we'd have we'd all all watch them and we'd have favorite parts and it sucked because I'd always end up they'd always get the the new skate videos first Uh and they'd have already seen them And then I'd have to get there and be like, oh, no spoilers. Don't tell me what his last (laughs) trick is. And and then they'd be like, oh, my God, watch this right here. And then they do this like trick that I'd never seen. I'm like, oh, my God, that's so fucking cool. And they knew. And then they were getting all excited. They were like amping me up. Yeah. And I still watch skate videos in my head. I'm in his bedroom and we're all watching it.
0: That's so sweet. And like
1: giving people... Like we're all like watching it like, oh, this would have been like my favorite part. This Uh would have been your favorite part. I think uh, like every time a video comes out, I go back to the viewing room in my head, Uh which is strangely enough, some other dude's bedroom. (laughs) But uh, uh, watching these videos for the first time. And I remember the first time I saw Baker three in that song in that video in his room. So it means a lot to me.
0: Okay. I can't talk right now because I'm crying.
1: Okay. Well, sounds like you did it pretty well there.
0: Thank you. Okay. Well, that was nice and it's nice to hear why that song meant so much to you because I could only guess, you know? Yeah. I could only assume why it meant a lot to you. And I know you're a very sentimental person. So, I feel like that song is a perfect fit for how you feel a lot of, about a lot of things and memories. But it's a lot nicer to actually hear the what's attached to it for you. I wonder how many times I'm going to cry.
1: Oh, it's not over yet, sweetie. <laughs> oh, fucking <it. sighs> All right. On to uh, your second I'm song.
0: Wedding sweating from my eyes and my pits.
1: And your tits? Pits. Oh. Damn it. I lost my page. Mm-hmm. There's two pages on this. I lost it. Here we go. All right. On, on to your next song. This one was a, more of a puzzle for me. The f- the This one and the last one were uh, okay. the most, like, I had to pay the most attention to. Oh, really? Because I didn't necessarily know where they were coming, co- coming from. Okay. So your second pick was White Ferrari by Frank Ocean.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So... I can like pick picture living through a heartbreak when I listen to that song. Mm -hmm. Um, Like one that's gone away, like a old heartbreak. Mm -hmm. Like you were like something you would categorize as one of the heartbreaks you have growing up.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: And like something lingering, uh, you know, knowing someone else's life continued without yours, even though you weren't meant to be necessarily. Yeah. So, and you just grew apart and it was either like a great outcome for one or both of you or a tragic one. Uh And it might not even necessarily be the case like of one person to another. Mm -hmm. It might not just be that simple. Um, And also it made me think like that there is an, like a, like an unrequited love, you have for someone in in your head (laughs) what
0: no it's just that's way off (laughs) no well no it's just that's a funny thing to think about your girlfriend
1: well well, this is what I mean when I say like
0: you tried to separate yourself yeah like
1: these songs are so personal and they and our feelings and imaginations and what we live in inside inside our heads are so complex that I wouldn't put it past a human to have an entire world of like romantic nostalgia uh-huh. that never existed.
0: Yeah. Cause, I, I cause, get you. cause I the get song like
1: it, it evoked that and I could read the lyrics and it made Beautiful. me think like, Oh, I wonder if there in her head. There's like, like a unresolved crush or something or like something that maybe didn't become something, but it could have been. And there's always the, the universal tragedy of what could have been because mm-hmm. you will totally. never find out.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, if I'm being honest with you, that's not really what the song means to <laughs> me at all.
1: Wow. Uh, all right. I mean,
0: that was, it's it's interesting to hear that, hear you say that just because I, I've never listened to the song and, and felt that way. If, any, if anything, it's another one that, I mean, the first one I could relate to, but this one is almost like, it's just a really beautiful song to me and it makes me feel something that I haven't actually gone through, but yeah. he did it so well that like I start, I mean, I do like start feeling nostalgic for like a love I've never had and mm-hmm. lost. Um, if if it's related to that in any way though, I think I've had more like friendships kind of end in that very sad, like what happened type of way and like very
1: two people growing apart yeah
0: very close friendships and there was never any closure um which still makes me you know wonder and and fantasize Mm -hmm. kind of about like how things would be today or if I could reach out to them and say something um the song's just really beautiful to me. And honestly, my f- my favorite part of the song is the end when he says, I'm sure we're taller in another dimension. You say we're smaller and not worth the mention. Like when that part comes on, it sends shivers through my body because uh, wow. I okay. think that I just feel, I don't know. I feel small a lot of the time, and I am small. I'm <laughs> only five foot, um, but I don't know. Just the like romanticizing that somewhere else, you know, your life could mean a lot, and is, and you are really important. Um, but also the argument of like, no, no, we're not. Like, we're not worth. We're not worth it.
1: Wow. and you saying that makes it seems so obvious when I read that now,
0: uh-huh.
1: but it wasn't to me when I first and second time I heard it.
0: Okay. Interesting. I, I,
1: I was, I, I thought that there was, that's why I tried to like go the route of like, maybe not a relationship or like a crush you had, Yeah, but, but just something that you wonder about. And that, that kind of, to that degree, the lyrics kind of spell it out for you, for me. Yeah.
0: Well, and that, there, and, that yeah, was true to some extent that, learn he says i care for you still and i will forever i just feel that in a lot i felt that in a lot of instances in my life it's like a lot of like i said friendships that didn't pan out or or anything you know Mm.
1: it's it's interesting to see how friendships break down and how routinely they break down especially how finite uh finite they seem and like expendable rather Mm -hmm. on like social media yeah I feel like I've had a lot of friends that I've primarily connected to been connected with like solely on the internet Mm -hmm. and then eventually that just kind of fades you know how often I see like old posts for on like the memories or something and I'll click the likes to see who liked it back Mm -hmm. in the day and there's like 10 people and I'm like, I have no idea who these people were or like, there's a common interaction Uh and I don't remember. And I'm like, I don't Uh even remember who this was. Yeah. How did I talk to this person with such like intent? I don't even remember who this person was Yeah. so long ago. And I see people and it's, it scares me to think about who's going to become the next stranger.
0: Yeah, me too. I, I, worry about that a lot like I think that um I don't know I don't want to say like I've lost a lot of friends because I feel like that makes it sound like I must be an awful friend and I can't keep friends but um I mean I'm I'm young so I've there have been a lot of friendships that I've been a part of that have kind of grown apart um and some instances were like I'm still kind of scratching my head like what happened and there's just like no more communication and I'm really bad with that and I guess in my head uh I don't know in my head when I hear that song it just kind of brings those to the surface I guess I do have a specific like relationship but it 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 wasn't romantic that I think of when I think of that song, but it's also just an extremely beautiful song. And regardless, if I have any actual memory of mine attached to it, it makes me feel something and I really enjoy it.
1: Thank you. That was very beautiful.
0: And I love his whole album and there's something very, that album like, was it Blonde? Mm hmm. Yeah. P- paints a life so romantic almost that you feel like you're a part of it or he's singing those songs to you. Like mm-hmm. he's apologizing to you for okay. how your relationship ended. Okay. I don't know. I just, I love the D- Blonde and, album a lot.
1: Yeah. And also to me, like that uh, song really, I get to live this voyeur. Idea of what he's going through or what the person well, exactly, listening is going yeah. through because, um, did he come out as gay or bisexual?
0: I haven't kept, I don't know too much about him personally, but I'm pretty positive yeah, that he so, came out as gay.
1: So I listened to the whole song yeah. picturing this interaction with him between him and another man.
0: Yeah, me too. So
1: I got to live this whole different idea. Whole, of what it's like to be. And
0: I mean, that's the whole album because there's a, there's like a lot of. Ambiguity. Yeah, but there's a lot of tragedy in it. Oh, okay. It feels like, you know. Yeah. I don't know. His life, although I haven't really explored it and like read a lot about him, I don't know too much of him. It's very interesting to me and I probably should.
1: I think um, when it comes to lives of gay people and their they, they experience a completely different romantic life mm-hmm. than a straight person growing up. Oh, of course. And yeah. because and that's, I it,
0: think there is a lot more heartbreak cause it's yeah. not, it's just not as easy for them.
1: And there's a lot of tragedy. Mm-hmm. It's almost, almost always like kind of adorned with some negative, tragic aspects to it, whether it's to do with their families, yeah, their friends having, um, unrequited love with friends of theirs who aren't gay and then Mm -hmm. they have to kind of keep that to themselves. And then there's, so so it, it really like, it it makes me open my mind Yeah. in this really explorative way. Yeah. Makes me imagine what it must be like. Mm -hmm. Makes me more open-minded. And I I like knowing about the artist when they sing that because it informs the song and it helped me, it helped inform that yeah and in the same breath i also like knowing nothing about songs yeah when i first hear them
0: well i kind of don't like i kind of don't want to really dive into like what i could find out about his personal life just mm-hmm. because i can you play a movie in my head of mm-hmm. what i think's going on from what i'm listening to
1: and uh, there's no better director than my own imagination so why it why would i story. ruin that you know
0: exactly All right, let's move on to your second song.
1: All right, where are we?
0: Waiting for for You by Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. Um, I loved this song a lot, and I know I'm going to listen to it a million more times. Um, It was seriously beautiful. I, wait, let's see. Was this the one I cried when I listened to? I'm pretty sure. Nope, it wasn't. Sorry. Which song did I cry? I know I cried. Oh, I found it. Okay, well, it wasn't the one I cried to, but I listened to it with my eyes closed, headphones in, because I remember that you told me when you listened to the Ghostine album. For the first time, you just laid in your bed and closed your eyes. So I was like, okay, well, let me try to do that. Well, one, I love to do that. It's like the most like meditative, like fuzzy feeling Yeah. when you're listening to songs that mean a lot to you Yeah. or just are extremely powerful. Um, so I closed my eyes and listened to it and that made it even more of a bold experience. But. I've loved the other songs that you've played me off, Ghostine, when we were driving home. Yeah. And this one was like, I don't know. So I haven't felt like all of his songs are very like palatable, for me at least. Mm-hmm. Like, I I haven't listened to one of his songs that I disliked, but I definitely have listened to them when I'm not in the mood to. Yeah but that one put me in a mood like i didn't need okay. to be in a mood to listen to it it okay. put me in the mood because it was just so strong and beautiful and but simple too like i feel like it was it is one of his more simple songs mm-hmm. like p- other people could enjoy it without being a nick k fan
1: yeah i think it, it it was very accessible
0: yeah exactly
1: um it wasn't terribly narrative driven like most of his songs are Mm-mm. like you know you you listen to a nick cave song he tells here. stories he tells stories but he He's tells good, them very uniquely exactly and
0: so yeah. sometimes it's not always something you can digest right away mm-hmm. and so then you just write it off
1: yeah that's that, true
0: i mean you love books and stories and getting into the context of it and not a lot of people do and if i'm being honest i don't always love to do that mm. sometimes if it doesn't click with me i write it off And I've definitely done that with some of his songs, but this was a lot different and I really loved it. And I think I need to give that whole album a good listen.
1: It's unlike any of his other albums I've ever heard. And the art. The art is beautiful. It's so strange. I couldn't believe it was a Nick. I love nothing more than album art that just takes you by surprise. It's
0: perfect for the album.
1: Yes. Yes. It is because I couldn't imagine listening to that album without that artwork and getting the same, the same feeling. Wouldn't Mm-mm. be the same. And It's then, so
0: mystical and mad. Like I yes. need to lay in a field and listen to that album. With That's exactly
1: closed. what it is. And I've never listened to an album that I've enjoyed so much that is so dominantly electronic.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's almost all synthesizers and like.
0: Well, that's why you shouldn't uh, just brush it
1: off. Well, we'll see um, how that goes.
0: Not everyone does that stuff well. It still takes a
1: you're right, you're a, right, an
0: amount of talent.
1: And it was it was really refreshing to see how much this band's evolved mm-hmm. to where it's not even the whole band. It's Nick Cave and Warren Ellis. Oh, okay. So that's not even to speak on the song we're talking about, but. Yeah yeah i loved
0: it and his voice sounded absolutely beautiful like Mm -hmm. he really sang it well
1: yeah that that, that's that that is something
0: hauntingly beautiful yeah there's
1: something in almost all of the songs i gave you where i it's almost a requirement that my emotions have had yeah is where these uh men get really deep into this singing And Mm -hmm. they really deliver, Mm -hmm. and it makes the experience feel like very epic.
0: Yeah, agreed. They all delivered a lot of emotion with the song.
1: Yeah, so that was very important to me. Mm -hmm. But um, I feel like the whole song is like a love letter.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: To his wife.
0: Yeah, it definitely. It felt like a very pure and intense.
1: Well, I I mean, like, what I mean is I think it's to his grieving wife that he's writing this letter of, like, I'm waiting for you. He's literally waiting for her to return to, like, peace and normality, just continue, like, the life they had yeah. after losing their son.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it it's, like, a really considerate dedication of his love to his wife. And it's, like...
0: Very patient. I,
1: yeah, very patient. He's identifying that, like she's frozen in grief Mm -hmm. and the whole song, like I, I don't think of the song meaning anything else. And it's really Mm -hmm. difficult for me to put it into other words. And
0: that definitely came to my mind when I was listening to it.
1: It wasn't even necessarily deeply personal. It was just, I'll never not be able to appreciate hearing someone be so dedicated, patient and it, it like really admirable. Yeah. It's very Agreed. inspiring. Very like, I would, I w- hope to live up to those standards mm-hmm. in a relationship.
0: Yeah. Agreed.
1: S- okay. Second song. Second song? Your uh, your second song? Third song. Third song. All right. Here we go. Oh my god, I spilled all that water everywhere. Holy fuck. (laughs) If that wasn't the perfect tension breaker spilling the water all over the fucking. We're back.
0: We were trying to. sneak in the break but
1: yeah and then i i was like oh let me just sneak over to my laptop (laughs) here and then dump a entire hydro flask onto the goddamn ground but at least i didn't step in it wet socks are disgusting oh did you step in it oh i'm (sighs) sorry all right we're under your song or the song i gave you right the third song no oh i've oh your third song
0: jesus he's not into this guys
1: who are you okay uh, this was easily you know what this was the most oh never mind. I was looking at the fourth one <laughs> <laughs> okay, so your third pick
0: <laughs> Wow, you really like had it built up for a second and now you're not excited. It's okay.
1: that's not true at okay. all. Come on. No, you made me laugh, dude. I gotta fucking compose myself. I'm hilarious. So, just kidding. Your third pick was Ghost on the Dance Floor by Blink-182. Sounded
0: like you said Blink-182. I
1: did kind of like... I kind (laughs) of blinked with my mouth there. Uh, (laughs) Blink-182. I know you think of Caleb when this plays in the car. I know that this song... Is an attachment to him mm-hmm. with you, um, like
0: dang, you're gonna make me cry again.
1: I'm not. So, so Caleb was your friend, And ex boyfriend, who passed yep. away at the beginning of 2018. Mm-hmm. So he was a huge Blink 182 fan. Mm-hmm. This means a lot to you. To, anytime we listen to Blink 182. I can tell there's a different uh, filter to it yeah. because of what it meant to him and what he meant to you. And I. it's really, what did I write here? I get really happy to think that like he gets to exist to you again between your ears, like when you listen to the song. And when that when <laughs> blink-182 music plays and as for blink-182 songs go it's absolutely one of my favorites thanks and <laughs> i think that when i heard this i think to you listening to this and you think about listening to the song with him not as if he's sitting next to you but he's on the other side of something Like maybe on the other side of this dance floor and he is this ghost that you see on the dance floor and maybe like when this is on he exists again to you like he's real (laughs) so that's what I kind of get when I hear this song okay You okay? Yeah. All right.
0: I don't have anything else to say. You did a really good job, and thank you.
1: Well, thank you. I'm glad to uh, have summarized that for you.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Fourth song? Okay. All right.
0: Your third song... Oh,
1: my third song. We're still on my (laughs) third song. Uh, I'm so excited for the fourth one of yours, apparently. I'm sorry. I keep jumping the gun here. That's okay.
0: All right. So your third song was, If there is something by rocky nope (laughs) (laughs) sorry by roxy music um i don't think i've ever heard roxy music before Mm -hmm. unless you've played it for me and i just didn't realize um but i really really enjoyed it um at first it just kind of sounded like a cool song (laughs) like i loved it but it just was like oh this is a cool i
1: love the way that song happens I do too. It's three different songs.
0: Totally. It is. And it got better and better. Um, I love the way he sings it. I love his little vibrato. Mm -hmm. Um, It was a song that like I want to listen to driving to the beach or like past the beach, you know? Okay. Like with the windows down. It was uh, like, I could tell it had a great deeper meaning, but just on the surface was a really cool sounding song and I really enjoyed it. Uh, It totally, it told a story and the beginning starts somewhere very different from where it ends. It's like it it grows up.
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I've never, I love this song because in this world where like we consume music now, if you, Don't like the first few seconds or minute of a song, you just skip it. Yeah. And I feel like this song is a gatekeeper of good music like that, Uh to where it's like, if you don't give a song a chance, you'll never know what's on the other side. Yeah. And this song starts off very uninteresting to me. Okay. It's
0: well, I guess not uninteresting, but
1: it's like so accessible yeah well exactly that's what
0: i mean like it sounded cool yeah (laughs) you could listen to it and get absolutely no meaning from it and still enjoy it the
1: the first minute or two minutes is like this strange upbeat little like pop song type thing Uh and then it completely transforms into this totally rebellious different second part yeah and gets really I got
0: lost in the instrumental part. I really enjoyed it.
1: Yes. The instr- the instrumentals and the vocals transform from the first part, second. And then the third part, like you said, it grows up like childhood, adolescence and adulthood uh-huh. or childhood, adulthood and the end of someone's life. Yeah. And it completely takes you, on this like five, six minute life. Mm -hmm. Why it's important to me. um, I first heard this. I've always, I've known who Roxy Music was for a while because Mm -hmm. uh, they have a song off this album that's actually in the Baker three video. Oh Okay. So the same album, this song's on. Um, I got that album so I could hear this song and then found out later that the song i already knew was on there i was like oh, that's cool yeah i heard this song in a movie called flashbacks of a fool
0: okay uh yeah i've heard of that movie
1: i might have tried getting you to watch it once it's a totally pretentious indulgent movie with daniel craig it's about this like uh english guy who becomes a famous Hollywood actor, but it starts with him being like this washed up fucking nobody in a Mm -hmm. Malibu mansion. And he finds out, um, that his childhood best friend died and he has to go back to England for the funeral.
0: Uh
1: And it takes you in a flashback sequence to his childhood with this friend Oh, geez. and how they ended up becoming growing apart they ended up something happens yeah and they end up no longer friends
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it's a girl there's a girl comes between them
0: mm-hmm.
1: and this song is played in the movie The first time he is with this girl Mm -hmm. and they share this connection of like this good music of Brian Ferry and David Bowie, yeah, Roxy music, David Bowie. And, um, they use this song at the end of the movie. He ends up doing something really stupid and like,
0: are you like trying to like, tiptoe around not
1: giving away the whole movie no okay no i'm trying to explain it best i can but like trying to give you important details is hard when i'm an idiot (laughs) (laughs) um this song is just uh, he listened to this song this song is important to him as a kid because this girl showed to him and they had a good time and Uh he is you know in love with her and he ends up doing something stupid and fucking his neighbor and then the girl He's supposed to go on a date with this girl Uh who he really likes, and she sees all these hickeys on his neck and shit and gets in a big fight. And then his neighbor's daughter Uh dies in a freak accident, Uh and he just runs away from home. Okay. And ends up going to Hollywood. They don't explain. Or show that part but he ends up becoming this like famous actor uh-huh. and he has to come back for the funeral and he ends up returning to this beach town like small countryside beach town in england sees the girl who ended up leaving pissed off at him when they were kids mm-hmm. and ended up marrying his best friend
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So he uses the last verse of the line. Uh, what is it? Shake your hair, girl, with your ponytail takes me right back when you were young.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, it just devastates her. He, like, writes it on a note, gives it to her. They're, like, super short with each other. They mm-hmm. get, like, little to no closure. And she she's talks about how she can't cry like she hasn't cried, her husband's dead and she just can't feel anything. Mm -hmm. And then he writes this note and leaves and she just breaks down in this garden. And it just, it was really beautiful. Mm -hmm. And the song, so I've, I've, I feel like there's a right way and a wrong way to use music in a movie. Yeah. And this was one of the best ways you could have used a song. Mm -hmm. It ends up being part of the plot it's a beautiful song it ends up being like they give it so much respect yeah and
0: very unique
1: reverence yeah very unique but it also i i don't leave the movie and go oh that if there is something movie i go oh flashbacks of a fool and they have this beautiful connection and they threaded it with this song uh-huh. that now every time I hear it, I'm fucking devastated. <laughs> so it's just this really beautiful song, and there's something I've tried showing this song to people, and they immediately are like, "Ugh!" Like the beginning is like weird.
0: Why it's, I like? The- <laughs> it,
1: well, I don't. I don't even like the beginning. Like it's such. A, I do, but I don't because it's like if the whole song was like that, I'd be over it. I'd be like, mm, "That was lame." But
0: I think the song would still be cool if the whole song was like the beginning.
1: The first it's so it's funny because he's like if there is something that I might find look around corners trying to find peace of mind I don't know and and then it changes all all tones all shifts all instruments to this epic fucking song and then it ends Mm -hmm. right back into this beautiful uh up tempo yeah but it's not upbeat. It's definitely like an experienced update. Like it's, it it starts innocent and dumb, gets really, (sighs) uh, it becomes really, it it, it gets experienced. Yeah. It gets bittered. Mm -hmm. And then there's wisdom at the end. Mm -hmm. That's how the song plays to me. Yeah. And that's how it was used in the movie. It's like just one of the most intelligently, crafted songs to me and I love it. It means the world to me always. Beautiful. I live his life and I think about a life. It makes the idea of heartbreak a little less terrifying and a little more human.
0: Okay.
1: It makes it like if my heart was broken and I Mm -hmm. never saw you again and like I heard this song Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I would be a little more okay than I would be if I didn't know this song existed okay I just kind of like put that on different situations whether it be with a friend a relative you my lover you know Mm -hmm. like It just kind of I universally use it, gotcha to mirror my feelings, okay, and it's also just like a really kick ass song
0: as like some sort of closure or
1: yeah, like a romantic a romanticized idea of closure, gotcha that I know I'm not gonna get from people, yeah i I like you
0: are writing down that last verse and handing it to the person you need to, the closure from
1: kind of yeah. Essentially. But really
0: it's just you listening to it. Yeah. Okay. I get that.
1: I get to live his experience. Yeah. Vicariously.
0: Uh Uh-huh. I definitely need to see the movie to feel the importance. I mean, I still enjoyed the song, even the beginning. But to feel that, Mm -hmm. I'd have to watch the movie for sure.
1: Yeah. I saw the movie when I was 16. Okay. uh, 15. 15. Mm -hmm. And then I moved from Lompoc to Napomo, rented it on DVD. Mm Mm-hmm saw it again and loved this song yeah this i was like oh shit like i really wasn't paying attention to this yeah before and then i realized oh my god this, they talk about roxy music what the where the fuck was i <laughs> fucking roxy music it's a big deal where i'm from, where <sighs>
0: from yeah yeah i really enjoyed it so yeah well cool thank you i appreciate you the explanation that's cool i didn't uh, expect it to be attached to a movie
1: yeah I knew that was gonna be a uh, change cause the rest aren't mm. <laughs> alright uh, your fourth one I have to piss now really yeah okay sorry I gotta compose myself after that s- fucking speech. explanation <laughs> yeah <laughs> speech moving on to your fourth song now fright finally the fourth song yes. I can quit saying it uh huh <sighs> you chose little motel by modest mouse
0: uh-huh Had to throw a modest mouse song in there
1: i didn't ever want to like modest mouse just because of their name okay. you showed me who modest mouse was uh-huh. all my friends from eighth grade on like modest mouse uh-huh. so i immediately was like oh i should avoid this okay because it was a douche yeah I also thought the name was silly. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I listen to a lot of bands with silly names. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love Modest Mouse now because of you. Is <laughs> what I'm saying. Thank you so much. You're welcome. They are ex- they're better than everyone made them out to be.
0: I think they still are.
1: That's what I'm saying.
0: I still don't feel like they get enough credit.
1: Not at all. I feel like they could be as overrated as you want them to be, and they're still underrated to me. <laughs> yeah,
0: I can agree I with that. have a
1: lot of respect for them. Agree. So this song, I don't recognize. I don't know if I've ever heard it, listening to it with you in a car or something, because I know I've heard, listened to Hours of Modest Mouse with you.
0: Yeah, uh, that's why I, I did uh, try to pick one that I love, and that means a lot to me. But I think I let this you know, fall through the cracks for a long time, and mm-hmm. then I don't even remember... I know I had my headphones on <laughs> and I think I just clicked on and I was like, wait a second. Yeah. Where has this been? I know how that is. And I really fell in love with
1: it. That's how my fourth song was. Oh, okay. Third and fourth really. Yeah. Wow. But we'll get there folks. Calm down. <sighs> so the music in this one uh-huh. is my favorite. Yeah. It is the most w- wonderfully composed. I love the music in it. Me too. Every like, I don't even remember what the music is right now, but I remember <laughs> the fucking feeling of like, holy shit, this is a cut above the rest. It's fantastic. Um, I even wrote here, this might require a second listen because it really did. Yeah. Because I had to appreciate the music, listen to the lyrics, and then try to understand everything. Yeah. It was a, a ordeal for sure because I'm a moron. But um, it made, makes me think of like during a fight with someone you love, this mm-hmm. song resonates best. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. like admitting you're in love with someone you keep at arm's length, maybe that you don't deserve to like almost like a back and forth on and off again relationship, like something toxic, but something you're still trying to keep or improve upon. Yeah. Something like that. Mm -hmm. I really didn't like, I really didn't know what this song could possibly mean to you. I so, really I really, it. <laughs> yeah, I just really love it. I really like,
0: love it, but yeah, I think that that's part of it. It definitely like takes me to a place of maybe like a rough patch and a relationship, and mm-hmm. you know, tit for tat, as okay. he says. Um, yeah. just the back and forth and fighting.
1: You know what? I think I had that feeling too. I just did not, to- uh, I don't think I wrote it down. That's okay. But it made me, it, it definitely inspired that thought.
0: Yeah. I mean, I feel like this is one of my more simple ones. I, I don't have like...
1: I'm relieved to hear that because <laughs> I didn't know what this song could mean to you. And I, I was almost concerned.
0: Oh, no. Too, sorry. Like, we'll what, see. Sorry. What,
1: what emotions of hers am I not understanding no. besides all of them?
0: I mean, I think that we can all relate to rough patches in a relationship. We've been together for six years, so... We've definitely had our ups yeah. and downs. Um, sometimes it's nice to hear a song where you can relate to it, but you're not there anymore. Yeah, uh, but I I don't I just love Modest Mouse. I really like the song. To me, it's um, different than the ones I normally listen to. Agreed. And I think that just goes to show that they're even cooler than you might have once thought.
1: They're so diverse.
0: You have to listen to every song because you will find different ones.
1: It's like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get with yeah. these fucking songs. Yep. Sorry, but That's it's okay. true. Sorry, Forrest Gump. It's true.
0: It is true. I'm sure you'd be happy to hear that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I love Modest Mouse. I had to throw that in there and I've really been enjoying the song. It's different. I didn't want to put in a song I know you've heard a million times. I was mm-hmm. going to put in oh, What fucking song. I think I was going to put in Third Planet. Yeah. So I will go ahead and give that an honorable mention. That's so rude. Why?
1: Because I was at the modest mouse concert with you getting you a beer and they <laughs> opened with third planet one of my favorite songs and i Sorry. missed it I and ap- i was hearing them okay. play it and i was going Ugh. i
0: apologize
1: never getting you're, you a you're drink never again never
0: gonna let me live that down
1: never you're probably getting like felt up in the pit by someone like yeah third planet <laughs> and fucking you're like hell yeah and you knew you had a beer on the way so you were like even more stoked your yep. dick was probably hard as hell yeah it was. And then I show up like I got a wine too. <laughs> I was getting you a wine, and like, you yeah, wine you need a beer, and you're like, "Oh my god, thanks." I'm like, "Did you spill something?" And you're like, "No, I just never mind." And- <laughs> oh god, whatever,
0: yeah. But I love that song, and to me, that song makes me think of when we were uh, driving to we we told. We talk about the same three, like... Trips, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) To be fair, in the six years we've been together, we haven't gone on that many trips. I mean, we have, but like a lot to the same area. Before
1: you say anything, this song makes me think of driving to Santa Cruz with you.
0: Wait, the little motel? Yeah. Well, fuck off, (laughs) (laughs) because I'm talking about Third Planet, which makes me think of driving to Santa Cruz with you. But specifically, when... We thought we were going to be spending the night in Big Sur mm-hmm. realized everything was closed. So we had to just keep driving. I had no idea where we were ending up. I don't know about you. It was but exciting. I didn't, I didn't know where it led because I had never gone all the way through. That's cool. So I was really like, it was such a like a. Adventure. It was such an adventure and like. I I felt like I was on another planet. That's what it felt like because it was pitch black. We had no idea where we were going. We had no idea where we were staying. It
1: was an alien feeling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And. We're usually so careful, so.
0: We are, yeah. And like, I don't know. I I remember like prior to that, we were... um, on big, we were on Big Sur, <laughs> we were driving through Big Sur and I like kind of started freaking out because I realized nothing was open. There was nowhere to stay. Mm-hmm. And again, I didn't know where we were going. I just knew I didn't want to turn back around and go home and I didn't have any service and I was freaking out because I thought my mom would be freaking out. Mm-hmm. And turns out that was later on. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so I just remember like trying to get somewhere where I could get a little service just to let her know we had to keep driving because there was nowhere to go or to stay. And then there was kind of like a relief after she was like, okay, well, just let me know. Mm -hmm. And then we kept driving and it was pitch black. I had no idea, no idea where we were, no idea where we were going. And we were listening to the song like really loud and we were talking about it and we were talking about tattoos that we wanted. And I was explaining to you an idea that I had Mm -hmm. like based off of a Modest Mouse song. Um, Yeah. So I do love that song, but you've heard it a million times. So I didn't want it to, I thought maybe it wouldn't have much meaning. Oh, Other than what it already holds, you know? That's
1: nice. I hope that I gave you songs you've never heard.
0: You did. I don't think I've heard any of these songs. Oh,
1: such a relief.
0: Actually, I know I haven't heard any of these songs. (laughs) I'm not even going to pretend.
1: I didn't even listen to them.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What songs? Um, But we'll move on to your fourth song, which is Time by Tom Waits.
1: That's the one.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. And I really loved this song it made really? me feel like i was in a movie i actually almost put a tom wait song on my list surprisingly wow, enough. wow.
1: which one
0: i hope that i don't fall in love with you <laughs> it's really the oh. only tom wait song like i know well enough okay, to a add to a list. but i love that song yeah makes me feel like i'm in a movie as did this song really? time i loved it it I, really
1: does he's another one of those storytellers yeah. sorry oh, to interrupt. for
0: sure which is why i think a lot of times I can write off the songs if I'm not in the right mood. Yeah. Um, but I really genuinely appreciate your love for those songs mm-hmm. and artists. Like, I think that takes a really special person.
1: I'm a little special.
0: <laughs> Very unique. I don't know. In my head, you're better than me because you appreciate those kinds of songs.
1: That's not true, though.
0: Well, in my head. That's how it feels. Because I, I need some more rhythm or you know some fluff surrounded by the deepness okay and yours are the songs that you appreciate and that mean a lot to you are very raw and -hmm. like it's an instrument the vocals which are like uniquely different Mm
1: -hmm.
0: that's fucking redundant you know what i mean i do i
1: do i know what you mean
0: different and very unique yeah still redundant but you know what i'm saying uh, and a story. And they're not always relatable stories because sometimes they're very personal to the right. artist. Very
1: specific. Yeah, yeah,
0: very specific. Like watching a movie, but in a song mm-hmm. is what it feels like a lot of times yeah. in the songs that you like. And I admire that about you, but I can't always appreciate it the same way. Um, But I did love this song. Again, I felt like it was a more palatable song of his. Yes, I
1: don't like a ton of Tom Waits music. I thought you did. I thought I did too. Okay. And then I was listening to, I listened to a lot of Tom Waits the other day, picking these Mm. songs. And then Time was one of the ones that like slipped by me. And...
0: Oh, wow. Isn't that ironic? Oh, Jesus.
1: And and then I realized, I remember like, oh, this, I was almost going to pick Christmas card from a hooker in Minneapolis or...
0: I know you Somewhere
1: that or, yeah, you know what I mean? And yeah. there was like, damn, there's so many like Tom Waits songs, but they seem so obvious. And then I realized that time was this deeply personal song that narrated or uh, scored like a lot of moments in my life. Okay. Not moments per se, but like times. Like I listened to time- When I was alone uh-huh. on my iPod, when I was on these transit buses going up and down the central coast. Oh, okay. Whether it was going to see my friends, to go to, to a concert, to uh-huh. see my ex, to go see you, to go see... Like, I had this song on my iPod always. I never took... I it was an eight gigabyte ipod i didn't have a lot of room i always Mm -hmm. rotate music but i always had this song and it was always on when i was walking home when i pull i had to pull a knife on that guy i was listening to this song oh wow i was listening to tom waits
0: that's romantic at like
1: three or four in the morning and i know how could movie oh gross i (laughs) I can't believe that's a real story because it sounds so (laughs) fake now that i hear it out loud but that's what i was listening to when i had to almost fucking stab someone walking home at three or four in the morning
0: you are the outsiders
1: (laughs) anyways so
0: i like that story
1: and it does it it uh it makes me feel like i'm watching a movie and the reason i think i like can appreciate songs like that is just like in a movie when someone's telling you a story you're rooting for someone Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and i'm rooting for a character or i'm rooting for something good or bad to happen to this character depending on what's happening in -hmm. the story
0: I could definitely be in a situation, play that song, and act as if I'm in a movie.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's very cinematic sounding. Yeah. It's made me feel like I was in a movie too. Yeah. you were completely right when you said that. Oh, thank you. Like the opening line is so strange. Uh, Smart Money's on Harlow. Uh It's obviously um, a reference to fucking harlow whatever that is could be a baseball (laughs) like a town from you know anything i don't know i don't i don't even know what it is but i me, not knowing is important yeah it gives it more uh mystery and makes it accessible because it's not being specified to death
0: agreed sometimes the mystery adds to the
1: song sometimes i like a song because i only understand one verse of lyrics Mm, and that's important And the other ones I can't understand or listen to.
0: Well, basically, I mean, that's kind of how white Ferrari is to me. Like a lot of it, I don't relate to. Mm -hmm. And it's just, I appreciate the story of the song and what he might've been going through. But the last verse in, in some sort of capacity, whether it's what he actually meant, it resonates with me and I feel that I can relate to it. So I will listen to the whole song just to hear that part and be like, yes,
1: vindication. Yeah. I know I know that. Mm-hmm. A feeling's really important.
0: And so yeah, like a lot of times there's just that one line in a song and it comes on and like you sing it real loud and proudly cuz it means something to you and the rest is
1: just I, I know I out. wish I, I wish I had an example right now because I'm so familiar with that sensation. Yeah. But anyways, moving on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> to right.
1: your fifth and final song. Woohoo. fire you chose fire Mm -hmm. by Waxahachie.
0: yes i did is that
1: how you say the name
0: i'm pretty positive
1: Waxahachie. i've heard heard of this band have you but i've never listened i was very surprised when i heard the music this is not was not at all what i thought they were gonna sound like okay i didn't know what kind of music this was going into it and i love the vocals yeah vocals are great what I wrote down about it, I well, I did notice it's the first, it's the only female yeah. vocalist on there, which was interesting, cool, happy to hear she it.
0: She definitely has a unique voice.
1: Definitely, I couldn't tell you w- what she looks like in any, any capacity um, by her voice, and I actually I don't, don't know what know. she looks like either. I don't want to know. Okay, I like I not knowing. You. It's it, it's it gives me all kinds of like a variety of mental images each time I hear the song.
0: Okay. I don't think you'd be disappointed if you looked her up.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Does that mean she's hot?
0: Mm-hmm. Well, she's beautiful.
1: Okay. Anyways, I, this was a, one I also had to listen to a second time. Okay. Cause the first time went right over, I was like, what could this possibly mean to her? It's very st- The like-
0: song meant more to me, the more I listened to it. Okay. The first time I enjoyed it, but I kind of just moved on to and then I needed to listen to it again.
1: This is a similar one to me, uh, I think speaks about growth or yeah, like, I think it kind of romanticizes past versions of yourself Uh that are only going to exist in a certain amount of time. Uh Uh-huh. Specifically, maybe in a relationship. Yeah. Like, I am nostalgic for 2016 Dallas and Kylie very often. And I love seeing old pictures of me and you together. And this song kind of makes me think about that. Makes me picture growing old and loving someone for the rest of my life, too. Wow. That's beautiful. So, I, I... I'm not really sure what this means to you.
0: Well when that I, I mean, my initial thought of it was because she mentioned to Memphis and so I was like Yeah. Love. Obviously. Obviously. Tennessee.
1: She said West Memphis specifically. Yeah. Which is in Arkansas. Or like it like goes over into Arkansas, I think.
0: Oh, okay. Fuck Arkansas. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't even say it. Pro- Arkansas. Fuck Arkansas though. And you can I could quote be, me on that. I could
1: be completely wrong about that by the way.
0: I feel like you are, but I'm, I don't know. Okay. I don't, I'm really bad with geography. Um, to me, I guess this song is about like per- personal development and growth. Um, and. Yeah. Mm, Trying to learn to love yourself unconditionally, um, and like moving on from past experiences. Definitely, as you said, mm-hmm. um, like in the line that I really appreciate is when she says, "I take off driving past places been tainted."
1: Yes, um, that 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 one st- st- stood out to me the most.
0: Me too. I, I there yeah. There's something super prominent about that line that I really appreciate because as I had mentioned before, you know, sometimes you just need that closure of allowing yourself to go back to a place that is romanticized in your head. And I mean, I mean, that could be in a good or bad way, really. Mm-hmm. Just having to like it's, get that closure to move on. Okay, yeah. Um, because, you know, You didn't for whatever reason
1: whatever it had power over you for some reason whether it be positive or negative and yeah yeah
0: i I guess um i mean i have no idea truly what the song means exactly but to me it's like learning to love yourself unconditionally so that way you can give that love to other people um and just moving on and healing from things that have tainted you and caused you pain in the past.
1: Yeah. So kind of something I picked up on Mm -hmm. about like the different versions of yourself.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I I really love the song. I like where it goes. It's, uh, it's one of those songs that starts off different than it ends. I appreciate the music. I like her voice. It's, it's unique.
1: Yeah. It doesn't have like a obvious, resolution in it. it it starts very different and ends very different and the vocals are constant throughout the whole song which i love when songs are like that yeah. because very oftentimes the vocals are my favorite part of a song mm-hmm. and the music can be altered in the background but as long as the vocals hit at the same spots yeah. and in that but that, the music changes
0: through it it starts different exactly know? and the music really comes in and carries the rest of it and i appreciate that
1: this is the one i think. Deserves repeat listens because it's still, to me, is so complex that I'm not entirely sure.
0: Well, I could listen to it a bunch of times. It's one of those that's just like a good reminder. It's like, I don't know. I like listening to it as even a reminder to be kinder to yourself.
1: Yeah, that's a great way to put it.
0: And to make sure that you are. Giving yourself the love you deserve, so that way you can give that to other people and mean it.
1: Yeah, I. I, hmm. I need. To, I want to listen to it with that in my mind mm-hmm. about taking care of yourself, can mean taking care of others. Yeah. Well, your song, your oh, last song. Oh my last. Oh, I still have one more. Oh my god, yeah. I thought we were done. Holy no. shit. Oh my goodness. What okay. was one of songs your here last song? Your last
0: song is Am I Wrong by Love Spit Love. Hmm. Um, I really loved this song as well. I mean, I, I loved all your songs, I have to say.
1: Oh, thank you so much. I loved all your songs too.
0: Thanks. Um, and I wasn't sure that I would because you've definitely shown me songs that I can appreciate, but I won't listen to them again. Yeah. They're not for me. I just did. Yeah. And as I, as I know that I've done to you. Um, but this song was so nineties, Ugh, and it, it was so, I mean, I was a baby in the nineties mm-hmm. in 96. So <laughs> I'm, but I think the nineties are a very nostalgic time for my family in general. Like my brother was older in the nineties. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I just did something that I hold very near and dear to my heart and I love 90s sounding music I'm never not gonna love it it's it just brings like this nostalgia and this uh like giddiness I don't know it's a a romantic like it's romantic in a way to me at least um but, yeah, this felt like it would be perfect for a 90s movie.
1: Wow, okay. I'm sure it's in a 90s movie. Probably. So, um, yeah. Are you, oh, sorry. No, I wasn't ahead.
0: done. Oh, sorry. Couldn't read what I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> um, It was what I needed from you. Like, it was... Uh, I wasn't really expecting a song like that to be on your list. Yeah. But...
1: You're like, give me something to smile no. about, please.
0: <laughs> but... It's a song that like I would hear and I would think of you.
1: Oh, that's beautiful. That means a lot to me.
0: Whether or not you even liked it, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. It just made me think of you and I um, really appreciated it. And it actually made me cry. I think just because it, it was so 90s and I, I loved oh, it that I right? like as soon as it started playing. I just started crying.
1: I want to listen to it right now. You just talking about it. And it it.
0: definitely wasn't even the like most, it wasn't a sad song. Not at all. Especially compared to know this song.
1: Oh yeah, I know. (laughs) I fucking, so this is a saying by Richard Butler of the psychedelic furs. He sings
0: love my way, which is one of my
1: favorite songs of all time. I love that song too. I love that song. (gasps) I had no idea. I almost put that on the list, but I I was like, nope, too obvious. She knows, she said, I know (laughs) that's funny you're funny um <laughs> but i didn't even know who this was love who love Spit love was until chris lambert told me about them
0: Oh. when he was on my podcast wait i guess i i guess i, I didn't even he put might the two not together. have
1: told me on when we were recording, no,
0: I think I remember. I remember you saying something about the psychedelic first. So yeah. I probably just okay. didn't even so put two, he, two together. Okay, so he
1: mentioned them, and he's like, they only have like one or two albums. And usually, when people mention things like that, I'm like, oh, that's cool. I would check them out, and I never fucking check them out. I did check them out, and they, this was the first song that I played. It was amazing. It was. I was Im- immediately exactly what I liked about Love My Way was exactly what this was my replacement song for that song <laughs> so i could give you something well, there, new and oh, fresh okay, gotcha. to re- new and fresh to listen to
0: i appreciated it and it's just
1: belief. i just fell in love with this song immediately like yeah. i i thank chris lambert for the that thank band you chris lambert. being introduced because i would have never known
0: yeah for sure it it was great it was like it was just what i needed and it was honestly like the perfect way to end your list because I don't know. Maybe I didn't get deep enough into the lyrics, but like it just kind of, it made me mm-hmm. happy enough to cry.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't, I, I don't even really remember the lyrics at all. I'm bad with lyrics. You know that <laughs> we talked about this, yeah. but the song and his vocals are so yeah. good. And
0: just the, I, mu- uh, the whole vibe, both
1: of our last songs um, really subvert the rest of the, th- the songs. Mm-hmm. They're, they're a departure from what we suggested. And uh, I really like that. I mean, I think you have the more Me too. diverse I actually, music, well, musically. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: I just genuinely appreciate a lot of different kinds of music, and I thought that it would be important that I portrayed that. Yeah. Because I know that you don't love all of the different types of music that I like, but I think that I can find a middle ground where I can at least find a few songs from each genre that yeah, you Yeah, I'm do not a appreciate.
1: total asshole. I pretend that I'm... More, like snobby than I actually am. I think
0: we've come a long way to um, appreciating that a lot of songs that we like, whether we understand it or not, come with personal feelings. So not to just shit on them. Yes. Which I think is true for everyone. So I think it is really important not to shit on people when it comes to their music.
1: I agree. But I also always reserve the right to make some fun of someone because make
0: some fun of someone yeah make some fun yeah. make fun yeah that's fine. It's it's, funny i mean
1: you like billy eilish ah you fucking dumb you gen x gen z you like Billie eilish but but see right there it's just fun to be like yeah you, know, you fucking pea-brained gen z looney tune fucking tide pod eating son of a bitch like you just, just bam 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 just it's fun okay. it's funny Oh, you're like Tom Waits, you fucking old grumpy hipster wearing a goddamn handlebar mustache. I guess mustache as long as and it's
0: not done to the point of...
1: Violating someone's emotions. Well,
0: and making someone feel like they no longer want to share the music that, you know, yeah. really means a lot to them. Because, I don't know, th- that would break my heart. If, like, I accidentally made a comment or if I purposely made a comment mm-hmm. and then I, like, shut... I don't know. To me, to me, music is so emotional and like, I'm so emotionally connected to it that like I've said before, Mm -hmm. when I've tried to show someone a song and they're like, "Mm, what the fuck is this? Like it really breaks my heart. And I know I shouldn't take it so personal because everyone has their preference, but it's hard not for me. It's hard for me not to get upset. And that makes me not want to share anymore.
1: I've had to alter my expectations of others. Yeah. I shouldn't show someone with the expectation that they're going to feel the same way I feel about it, or at least be even on the same level because it's, it's helped me because now if I show someone something and Mm -hmm. they don't like it, it excites me because it makes me think, Oh cool. This is just for me now. I don't have to share it. I'm not being uh, selfish for keeping it to, close to the vest here. Mm-hmm. Like this is just mine. If I watch a movie and you, someone doesn't like it, that makes me and I like it. That means cool. It's solely because I like it, not because uh, others are validating yeah. it. It's I only me. So I, I like that, 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 that but, but what you're I'm saying is valid. If I'm trying to
0: express myself and someone listens to it and goes, mm, no, that feels like a direct hit you know i know
1: it, what if i did that for your whole list
0: uh, oh man i know you wouldn't
1: i wouldn't dare
0: yeah but i think that's the thing is if you uh, let someone know that hey i just want you to listen to the song just because it means a lot to me i understand if like it's not your cup of tea mm-hmm. and they still are like what the fuck
1: I know. If you put if you if you that's mean if you're sitting in a car and you put a song on and you don't have the wherewithal or the common human decency to be like, this song's important to me or like, I love this song. Yeah. And they just be like, What the fuck was that? A kazoo? <laughs> and you're just like ah, yeah. sitting there crushed <laughs> in your driver's totally seat happens. and you're like, um, Anyways, it just and you just have to suffer in silence through this person shitting on this beloved.
0: Yeah, sometimes you like a song comes on a playlist or you just put a song on and it's important, but you don't say anything, you're just like sitting there silently, hoping maybe someone will be like, Oh my god, this
1: right. song's incredible. Right.
0: Or like, Do you love this song because of this reason? <laughs> but that never happens. Yeah. If anything, what you're saying happens, and yeah. you're like, What the fuck? And you're yeah. like,
1: I know, and it's it's so. You just want to turn it off. (laughs) It's so it's so uh, like shitty when you put it on and then you expect some sort of reaction from them, and they just give you nothing. Yeah, and it just goes right over there. My
0: life to be like a movie, but it's just not.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, let's be honest. You do like a diverse amount of music, Mm -hmm. so.
0: I almost put a Randy Travis song on
1: here. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a nice. I almost put a Sturgill Simpson song on here.
0: I was expecting you to.
1: I uh, that was my first choice was a Sturgill Simpson song, but I uh, there, there's a couple honorable mentions I would love to show you just in the meantime, anytime, just for those. Should the we rattle of
0: off it. some honorable mentions, or should we save them?
1: Yeah, let's rattle some off. Okay. Yeah she closes a notebook Uh, uh. you don't want to i will uh let me i'll rattle mine off while you're looking for it um one of mine was gonna be uh arabian nights or spellbound both by Susie and the banshees oh yeah and because i was like oh i gotta have a woman on here like why am i all of men that's stupid like there's no reason for that i don't actually hate women it's just a joke and then i love her not a funny one you know i don't know it's
0: i know it's not funny
1: yeah (laughs) shut up (laughs) Uh, okay, oh, 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 oh <laughs> I, no, I, I you look prepared like you're going to oh, well, go. I, am,
0: I have my thing back open, but if you have more.
1: Yeah, there, there was a polywog by Sturgill Simpson. Okay. I think it's called Welcome to this Earth or Welcome yeah. to the Earth. Um, and then Crying on a Saturday Night by Michael Graves.
0: Mm, I don't know who Michael Graves is.
1: Go ahead. Your turn. Oh, do you want to know who Michael yeah. Graves is? Um, he was the second singer of the Misfits and he actually oh, wrote okay. this song. Someone s- suggested to him that he write a song like the Ramones that was like, you know, romantic, but mm-hmm. like, you know, also a little funky, terrifying. Yeah, and, and he, you know, he's this musician, never listened to the Misfits before. He's in this band and he had to come up with a song and he wrote this song called Crying on Saturday Night. And it has, I didn't want to put it on, Okay. Because I thought it would give people the wrong idea, because it's a vi- it's a song that is about violence and murder. Oh, but it's also really like romantic song in okay. other parts. Well, I'd be
0: interested to hear it. Yeah, especially if it's like a Ramon song.
1: You, well, I mean, it, it was on a Misfits album, but I like his solo version so much better. Oh, so okay. he has this solo acoustic version, gotcha. which I really made me appreciate the whole song in general. Yeah. So. that that, those are mine i'd I'd love to hear your honorable mentions baby
0: um one was no hard feelings by the Aved brothers that song makes me cry every time i
1: think i know which one you're talking about and i similarly feel crushed by it too
0: um half the world away by oasis
1: Ooh, i don't really know that one it's
0: i know that you've played played it it, yeah okay maybe we can listen to it later yeah i don't know I, i love it um and that's all. Uh, Those good ones. No, I mean, I have more. That was all I had to say about half the world oh. away. I just appreciate that song. Okay. Cautionary t- Tale by Dylan LeBlanc. Dylan, yeah, Dylan yeah, LeBlanc.
1: Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you no, there. No, it's
0: okay. I was struggling. I almost didn't remember his last name. So I'm glad you said that. It's a good one. My dad showed me that song and it. I really like it. Uh, Bobby Brown Goes Down by Frank Zappa. I almost
1: put a (laughs) fucking song on too. I was like, God, should I put a Frank Zappa song on? And I was like, how could I not put Bobby Brown on? It means so much because of when we listen to
0: it. Yeah. I I think that my list was going to start off somewhat silly. And then I was like, No. I don't want to do that.
1: Mine, Yeah, mine went all over the place. I almost put uh, The Other Side of Madness by Cro-Mags on there.
0: Oh, yeah. Crazy.
1: <laughs> right? That would have been a fucking... <laughs>
0: well, it's a fucking hardcore no, punk I know, but band. I don't It would have been that.
1: silly. Like, well, I mean, that's the song... To-
0: In my head, like, I was putting songs on that I knew that, like, were important to you and me, and that yeah. wasn't what this was supposed to be about.
1: Yeah, I, I definitely was like, ah, she's heard this. I can't put that on. That's ridiculous. I mean, that's stupid. I mean, it would she's be interesting
0: gonna- to do lists of songs that, like we think are important to each other yeah, or like
1: as a pair. Yeah, yeah,
0: that would be interesting. Maybe we'll do that. I wonder how many songs we'll have that are the same. Hmm. Um, then Trailer Trash by Modest Mouse, cause I love that song. Mm-hmm. And Blame It on the Tetons cause I love that song. Oh yes. <laughs> okay, uh, Unfuck the World by Angel Olson.
1: You have a lot of honorable mentions. I did. I'm jealous. Yeah, sorry. I, I fuck. I well, fucking, I told you
0: I made like a long list before I like.
1: Oh, it. you did. I like your method because I feel like it, it was briefer than my three four hour fucking. It still journey took me a into, while.
0: I listened to all these songs, obviously.
1: <laughs> I I got so deep into my music, finding things. I list. I looked for a one minute long power violence song from a wow. band I haven't seen or listened to since 2014, and. I was just looking for the last three words in the (laughs) lyrics in the song that's crazy it was the stupidest like i I spent like 20 minutes just like nope that's not it nope that's (laughs) not it nope that's not it nope that's Mm -hmm. not it just continuously and then like uh, i started listening to their new music and i was like wow there's electronic music that's weird it's in the power vinyl what's up with that that you know that's funny it was weird
0: and my last one was tennessee by silver jew
1: uh, Jews, Jews. So I think wow. it's silver Jews.
0: Okay. Well,
1: did you know that that guy died? Yeah. I just was it. You told me some. No, someone was like shared something about him, and I had to like figure it out. Who this I'm person was. I'm pretty sure was. they
0: said that when we were at that random house after we went. Uh, it, w- it was a show at that what Cold Springs Tavern or something, and then we went to that guy's house with Jacob and Carrie oh, and all of them.
1: I didn't know that. No, and the last, he, we
0: were about to leave uh-huh. and they were playing records in that room yeah. and he was like, oh, Dallas, I have a song for you. And he That's played right. Dallas by the Silver Jews, which was so weird to me because I literally just found that song that. like a few weeks prior yeah. and I was obsessed with it. And then he played it and I was like, oh shit. And I'm pretty sure that they, they had mentioned that he died.
1: Well, I don't think they or did he because dead. he just passed away very recently
0: not that recently
1: i swear oh maybe he i found out uh maybe you're right maybe i'm maybe i'm totally wrong it doesn't matter i don't want to know i like the mystery of it keep to yourself Mm -hmm. um uh, those are my songs those are my songs Um, this is the bad etiquette podcast this is the lovely kylie montgomery thank you for having me and i'm dallas bronson and we're signing off all right oh should I do it? The thing <laughs> shall I return? All right, this is the bad etiquette podcast. Where the fuck are you)